0: secrets from a coach thrive and maximize your potential in the evolving workplace your weekly podcast with debbie green of wishfish and laura thompson staveley of phenomenal training deb's law you're right lovely yeah i'm buzzing actually oh tell me more Wow. Took a day out yesterday for my birthday. I know, 29. Can you believe it? birthday. You look so well on it. (laughs) I do look so well for 29, yeah. Um, And uh, we went to go and watch the Back to the Future musical. Oh my God, it was electric. It was absolutely brilliant. Music was fab. It was so amazing to be there in a live... Um, environment, again, for entertainment point of view. I mean, I've just been looking at a screen for the last kind of two years of my life. That's what it feels like. But you know the bit that came through, Debs, was the amount of camaraderie and the genuine joy you could see in the cast and crew for being there live performing. Um, and I know you've had sort of lots of years of experience working in various kind of entertainment businesses, etc. And to what extent does the teamship and that um, the, uh, how good that that, that team are as a group of people working together. To what extent does that impact the performance?
1: Oh my God, It it is massive, both from the performer's point of view, but also from the audience's point of view, because, you know, I've sat and watched, you know, my son perform many times and you can tell when there's a good team a camaraderie in that environment that they're all working in. They they you know work really well together. They instinctively know what the other one's doing. They can pick up if somebody isn't quite on point. Um, and they and you can just feel the energy, and then that energy gets transported into the audience. So it's a buzz. There's this, you know, vibe, it's a feeling, it's just electric actually when you see them. Coming together, and it's just the most amazing thing. Which is, when I think, going to live shows, and I think not just um, you know, obviously seeing my son dance and perform and sing and all of that, but even if you go to a gig, it's the same thing. If you you can feel the togetherness and the connection of those people up on stage, and that comes across. And if there's a little bit of eh, something's not quite right or out of kilter, you can you can feel it. And and I think because I've been around it and I've seen it with my son, you sort of can sense when the cast are on it and when they're not. So you obviously, you know, obviously been out. They've been out of it for, you know, nearly two years or some of them are on, some of them are off. So the fact they're all back together again now, there's just this buzz and vibe and energy that they then transport over into the audience. And you come out buzzing,
0: right? Yeah, you do. And, and the first thing I said when it finished was... I want to come and see it again (laughs) so from a commercial point of view it just felt so good to be part of you know a team you know in that moment for the day and you know there are many people out there for whom their day job isn't getting on a stage and wearing a costume and you know doing that amazing kind of uh, artistic sort of talent but that feeling of being part of a good team where they're going to pick me up as you said if there's any issues or if an individual's having a down day the mood of the team will lift you up so you end the working day feeling better and And I feel quite sort of sad, really, for those millions of people, I think, who are around the world who don't feel like they're part of a buzzy, positive, connected team. And I think, you know, the pandemic and the change in ways of working has made such an impact not only on different people's individual kind of scenarios, but from a teamship point of view, that is those levels of team motivation. I think there's been some groups around the world, teams that have taken a real battering. And it's the power of that teamwork that is then going to help elevate that performance and energy in the year ahead. So in the kind of second focus that we've got in this month around motivation... Last week's was lifting individual motivation. Shift your view to sort of shift your morale. And um, this uh, conversation we're going to be having is, what does that mean from a team point of view? So if you're a leader formally or informally or naturally just interested in, whether it's your home team or your work team, how do we raise the overall motivation levels when we're working together as part of a team?
1: Yeah, definitely. And and I think... Now more than ever, um, and don't I don't know where this is coming from, and I know we had a conversation about it earlier in the week, didn't we, Laura, where we were talking about, you know, if you are that leader of a team, whether it's your home team or your work team, actually, you know, you've got to have, I think, an even greater awareness right now um, of what's going on for you, but also what's going on for the team as well. And I think there's no room to have complacency at the moment. I know people have come back to work and then we've gone off again, then we've come back, then we've sort of gone off. So there's this feeling, there's this sensation or sense that I've got that complacency isn't going to cut it anymore. And I think if you are a uh, a good leader who does build that trust and empathy, acknowledge and recognises the team and and motivates that team, um, you know, you you can't, manage it on a superficial level. You're going to have to go deeper right now. And I think that's what's really important. Um, I think if you don't pick that up and explore that with your team, I think the rot will set in later on down the line. I don't think it will be seen immediately, but I think it will lead to not being a great team further down the line. There will be distrust potentially. There may be a bit of a blame culture going on. Um, And I think it's that now more than ever, I think leaders have to be really present and and ensure um, that they are on all of the time. They are switched on, they're involved, they're paying attention, they're not getting distracted by other things um, so that they are consciously caring about the team around them and showing compassion even more than they may have done last year. Because I think people are really needing that. And I think that's the bit for me where you know, as a leader of a team, you're going to have to go deeper with your team to create that sense of belonging and community and connection. Because I think it's the connection and the acknowledgement of the connection that's going to make and enable the team to thrive later on down the line.
0: Wow. I mean, you've you've put that kind of uh, so um, passionately. So am I right in thinking then, is if we don't bother to sort it now, (laughs) 2022... It's going to be a lot of lost opportunity for. Yeah, I mean, just even from a recruitment point of view. I mean, I've I've got a number of people, or both of us have, in our kind of networks who are really in that kind of recruitment world. And one of the questions that uh, a, a talented candidate will ask is, is you know, what's the team like? And actually, if if that leader is unable to sort of say, uh, I can't remember their names, <laughs> you know, then that actually <laughs> tells you in that moment. Or is oh, it all? It does, doesn't it? You know, you might as well just be setting up on your own and working on your own. And I, th- I think, um, you know, you've just got me thinking about how maybe in times gone by and teamwork, you know, the books would start to be written on this, you know, hun- you know, hundred years ago in terms of the power of sort of teams working together. But where people now maybe are dialing in and based more separately and individually than they ever have before. The, the 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 team isn't just on the accidental byproduct of having lots of people doing that same role. It's how can we use those ways of working with the team? And as you said, sort of with the team, what does the T-E-A-M stand for? So it's, it's a, the...
1: Trust. It's the empathy and acknowledge and motivation.
0: So that trust, empathy, acknowledge and motivation. And if I'm not then getting that from my leader, you know, as sort yeah. of part of a team, then that's going to impact the ability for, you know, teamwork makes the dream work. And if I were to sort of raise that team and turn it into a dream, Devs, you know, when you're part of a high-performing team, you just don't take sickies. You know, you want to be there because there's that drive that even though I might not be feeling it that day, I sort of feel accountable to the team. So the D is the drive. We are all about, therefore, the the results. So I'm going to bother to actually, because I can see that everyone else is sort of bothering, to then focus on results. There's that energy. So I might not be feeling particularly bouncy that day but especially for the more extroverted characters it can liven you up when you've had a good team interaction or drop you down if it's not. Yeah. It's that achievement, so the teams that are able to work well with each other and kind of cover any cracks are just going to achieve more. And then that movement, that momentum, so that feeling of, even though you might have had a tricky day, you've got that momentum that you're on board a ship that is sailing forward, even if yeah. you that day <laughs> might be sort of, you know, a little bit lost in the water.
1: That is just so key actually, um, Lord, just as the way you've said that, because um, I remember watching my son say So obviously he was on the cruise ships dancing. (laughs) They hate me for saying this story, but um, we were with my mum and dad and so we would watch all the shows and then as a family friend was also on the ship. So they hadn't seen the first performance. We'd seen the first performance and seen it. The second performance they do, Carl, you know, didn't come out and we're going, where is he? But you would have never known that he hadn't come out. He got kicked in the face by one of somebody else and had a bloody nose, so he couldn't come out because he was bleeding. But you would not have known that there was somebody missing because the rest of the cast that were there, they just picked up the pieces, helped, created that energy, and they just kept going. So, and I think that is the beauty of an amazing team that work really well together.
0: They just keep going. The show must go on. The show
1: must go on. Yeah. And it's the same in the business world. The show must go on. And I think that's why leaders now have to think about, you know, what they're doing, how they're doing it, how well are they getting to know their teams again, you know, and going deeper. It's not going to work if they're just working superficial.
0: Yeah, I've had some extraordinary conversations with um, uh, uh, some teams in the last couple of days this week. Mm. And um, it's, you know, it's always an eye opener, isn't it? Getting a bit of a real feel for sort of what's going on. And I think for anyone that is involved in gas, electricity, utilities at the moment, all oh, things are ramping up. I mean, someone mm. was saying some of their people are having to deal with 500, 600% increases in the price wow. rises around sort of certain energy sources. I mean, real game-changing stuff where that could really impact sort of profit margin. And also coupling that with sort of some of the changes that are going to happen as a result of Brexit reality kicking in. I think there are going to be some people out there who've got some pretty strenuous sort of jobs in the year ahead. So if we thought 2020 and 2021 were tough, you know, so now as individual sort of reserves of energy may be a little bit lower than maybe what they were in more stable times. And for those people that have got some pretty big ticket projects that they've got to deal with, you're. I mean, as you said, that call to action of this more stable and connected the team, the more resilience there is, therefore, for individuals to be able to pull out the bag continued high levels of sort of performance and that motivating team in environment. So have we got each other's back? Are we there for each other? I think just even from a very, I mean, we've mentioned this before on a previous podcast, but just even knowing people's names. Yes. To oh then oh have gosh, the confidence yes. to be able to reach out and connect with each other, rather yeah. than it just being strangers who happen to always be on the same email chain, you know. <laughs> yes.
1: I think, yeah, I think you're right. And I think that comes back to how you choose to show up, right? So, you know, are you choosing to show up, you know, authentic, true to yourself, still with some level of honesty, not shying away from giving feedback, even though you haven't seen somebody, you know, for a little while, it's that bit that says, you know, I'm going to embrace what's going on, and I'm going to make it happen. Um, And I think also making sure that You know, they are caring um, for, you know, the people around them. And I think that links in with the empathy bit, really. It's not just understanding your team, but actually wanting to care for them as well, genuinely care. I think there's also a bit of a caveat here that whilst you may be caring for everyone else in your team, as the leader, you've also got to do that for yourself too. So making sure you've built in some of that care time for you so that you can be your best self and turn up and show up ready to perform, if you like.
0: Yeah. And, and particularly for anyone that's got some movers and shakers and joiners within sort of a team, there might now be more um, unfamiliar faces that are in a team environment. And there's so much kind of flexible fluid working sort of isn't there. And building on that care thing, that the, the four Cs that I just, um, you know, we're so passionate about, which is actually what is it that sparks real human teamwork? Um, and it's the bits that are highly difficult to automate that actually are the bits that are the magic that create that team spark so um, the four c's um, as, as i call it so the care collaborating curiosity and creativity so from a caring point of view let's say you've spotted someone hasn't turned up to a meeting do you acknowledge it do you find out if they're okay if I see that you don't bother to say, oh, where is such and such? That sends a little message to myself that, oh, no one will miss me if I don't turn up. So you can see a drop in discipline. You can also see a drop in morale. Because if you're not motivated to check I'm all right and care, then why should I bother then for the team? So if you're seeing sort of like listless kind of lack of engagement, then show, you know, be the change that you want to be and kind of what could you do then this week that just really shows that kind of care and sometimes just even asking, where are where, where are they? Let me just phone and check they're okay, rather than just sort of thinking, oh, well, they haven't bothered to show up. We'll just carry on the meeting regardless. <laughs> yeah. And because that just sends a message to actually, it doesn't really matter our team time. Yes, so, you know, and they're not important, easy come, right? Easy yeah. go, yeah. Yeah, um, Definitely. The second C of collaborating, so making sure that all are heard. So if it's the same voices that are always sort of answering, then what could you do to more mindfully encourage more people to collaborate and speak up and just get a change of energy? Could someone else run the next couple of meetings just to shift things around a little bit? A rotating chair is sometimes quite a useful way to mix things up. Yeah, that's a good idea, yeah. Um, From a curiosity point of view, sometimes the busier we get, the less time we have to ask questions so um, is there an opportunity to just ask more open-ended questions with each other and finding out different ways of working and from a creativity point of view what space is there for your team to be able to think create share ideas explore if every meeting now just seems to rattle through an agenda and then some are dialing in some are aren't, then actually you might as well record the meeting send it to everyone and spend the first half an hour on a Monday just catching up, you know, rather than kind of sort of sitting there bored, waiting for the meeting to finish. <laughs> yeah. So what I think has been quite interesting is the novelty around virtual meetings has definitely yes. worn off. I mean, at the yeah, start of the pandemic, you're right. yeah. everyone was working out, how do I press mute? How do I do this? <laughs> and so there was, you know, kind of more real interaction. It's almost as time has gone on for some teams, they've sort of switched off more and more. And then guess what? People start looking for other jobs because they want to go and feel connected
1: yeah, and I think that's that was um, you know, when you do your word for the, you know, for the month, if you like. I know connection was the word that, you know, I picked. I know we did our team day, didn't we, at the beginning of the year? And um, you know, what's your word gonna be? And, you know, what's your focus? And it was that about connection. And I think more than ever, I think we have to, you know, be attentive to that. We have to really pay attention to providing that connection or the service, if you like. Um, because you know, lose yourself in the service of others, um, is you know, one of Gandhi's quotes around that. And how do you You do that when you're putting, you know, you might be in the centre of that, but actually it's how you provide that service to others that's going to have a better impact, going to motivate that team. And, you know, the more you're doing that from the centre out, the more you'll get that coming back, which builds the trust, which, you know, all great teams are built on trust, right? And if the trust isn't there, then it just crumbles. It's a really loose foundation. So so I think it's that bit about how do we ensure that the service we're offering is absolutely quality. Um, to, to be able to make sure that people are getting what they need to be able to thrive and that your team will thrive. You know, so why would you not? You know, it's not as you, we were talking about, is creating, you know, that microwave meal where you just, you know, put a few holes in it, shove it in, forget about it, don't have to pay much attention to it, but something comes out the other end. But has there been that care and attention that's gone into it or not? Or should we be operating, you know, at that Michelin star restaurant, which I know, you know, is your passion around that. And you give that full attention to people as well, because that's what makes the difference, isn't
0: it? Mm. Is, this a, is, is this a team that I want to be part of for the months and years ahead? Is this a team that I will look back towards, you know, in a couple of jobs time and think, God, that was such a good team to be part of. Or, you know, the Michelin-starred restaurant, you know, your, your team becomes famous around your organisation or your industry for just how good it is to be part of your team. And I wonder whether um, from a, um, you know, a kind of a branding point of view, thinking about if you're a leader and you're responsible, responsible for a team how clear are you on how people feel it is to have the service of being part of a team? If actually you're clueless about how effective your your team are finding being part of that team, then, um, you know, go get some advisor feedback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah. Feedback is the gift. Find out, you know, from a team perspective, what's one thing that we could do this year that you think will really ramp up levels of working and energy and buzz. And if it's been a while, if you've never asked that question, then um, what have you got to lose? You know, you're only going to get feedback. And just like a restaurant dining experience, people only want to go back and stay in and spend lots of money and give lots of commitment to the places where they feel good and they have a good time. And it gives them an experience that they want to. And I think the world of work has become so competitive now, Debs. How many of our clients have got vacancies that they just can't fill with quality candidates. So to not work at creating a great team environment is, as you said right at the start, a bit, you know, that runs the risk of being complacent. Just because you've got a good brand name now, (laughs) it's the team within that brand that are actually going to be what keeps people there and attracting um, quality candidates. And so I think it's a competitive advantage now to to be that team experience that you give.
1: Yeah, I think so because you know you want that. Um, I suppose th- that good experience. You're not cutting the corners. You know, uh, you know, you're not sort of not offering a good service. You know, you're you're making it memorable. I think for people to, as you said, you, you always remember the good teams that you worked with, but actually you remember the bad teams more because you never want to go back there, as you said. So I think it's that bit that says, you know, how do we ensure that as leaders we are um, motivating our team, finding out what is it that motivates individuals within your team and then listening to that I think that's what's also key is really understanding it from their map of the world as I always call it so that you know you're then then you can consciously think through well how am I going to deliver that you know what am I going to do differently what sort of questions might I ask of my team you know so that I can I'm not just going through the motions of you say shoving it in the microwave and oh it's done um or you know I'll go to a fast food chain and there's little attention um to me they might get it at the Window where you pay, but here is your bag of food. Off you go. It is lovely and it's quick and easy. But is that what you really want, or do you want that attentive service where you trust the organisation that you're in? You know, you know what you're going to get. You're not cutting those corners, and that you feel part of a bigger thing. You know, which I think is what people are looking for. They want to feel that connection back again. and making sure that as a leader, I think you've got to be more mindful of what's going on, the impact you're having, um, so that you can make sure that you, you know you are that Michelin star leader yeah. and ask yourself am I? As you
0: said get TripAdvisor feedback
1: <laughs> am I that am I that or oh, maybe I'm not and I need to do some work on myself Just
0: because you like being part of that team <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know every manager who runs a restaurant thinks they've got the best restaurant don't they but if you've never dined anywhere else if you've never actually asked the people that are part of your team on that evening the diners your team members whatever metaphor you want to kind of use then actually it's guesswork as opposed to planning so rather than trying to have a great motivating team plan to have a great motivational team environment identify the need find out what might kind of help and of course the best people to ask what makes a motivating team is the team you know it's not it's Absolutely. not a, it's not a failure to ask that's the curiosity bit and actually if you've had any kind of team change in terms of individuals change it's a fresh new dynamic anyway
1: yes and it's the little things that you do Um, every, every day that are going to make. The biggest impact. So you're not having these big sweeping things. It's just like, well, actually, if we change one thing, you know, what one small thing could we change to make it better? Like you said earlier, law, you know, knowing people's names, yeah, <laughs> that's a basic right. But if you get into the habit of remembering that name as well, because sometimes, as you know, on the screen, people don't come up with their proper name, and they've got their, you know, maybe their child has been using their laptop to do their homework, and the child's name comes up, and you're going. I don't think that's that person, but hey, let's just go with it. But yeah, yeah that's going to the difference.
0: Or Galaxy XC60 or something, or iPhone <laughs> yeah. 123. Yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> yes, who are you? So I think it's those small little things, changes we can make that make the biggest impact and... and, and encourage the team to want to work with you and for you so they have the energy and they're motivated they want to support each other um you know and going back to as you said the show that you saw you know anything that's live on stage you know that's just like electric right and and i think but they work really well together they instinctively know what each person will need and how and when and their marks and all of that stuff but that hasn't just happened overnight that's taking planning and preparation and practice that enables that to come off which i think is really important
0: and in fact was inspiring to read in the program was how that musical has taken uh think something like 14 years to get it to the stage because the amount of sort of you know uh, obstacles and barriers are needed to go through and um all of the people you know sort of writing in the program about how it's actually sort of defied i think what typically happens is that a lot of the original people who were involved right at the start have then carried on that project through because as it says there in sort of black and white it's so much fun work together they couldn't dream of collaborating with anyone else and they've just pushed this through so I think for any team out there who's got some big you know big ticket items that they're rolling up the hill this year it's going to take lots of energy how from a motivating point of view um, how can you make it fun so it might be important stuff you're doing but it's that fun and that energy and actually together we can achieve more and kind of keep that sort of rolling forward. And I think with relating to what you're talking about, the tiny things, there was this fantastic senior leader I I worked with um, in the retail industry a number of years ago and uh, just talked talked about those things being TNTs, tiny noticeable things. And it's the... And it's the TNTs that can just explode the level of motivation, you know, with it. So the TNT, sometimes it's just the small things like, hey, guys, I thought before we start off with the agenda, just do a quick check-in. What would would you be really looking forward to from a team point of view? We start to think about events for next month. What would you be kind of, what would you look forward to? And just that tiny noticeable thing of, oh, someone's asked me, what they think would be motivating for next month. Costs no money in that moment to ask a question and listen, but it just in that moment sends a message of it is important for our team to be okay because it is the team that is going to be our way forward.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think that would be my call to action, actually, um, Law, would be to you know invest now in the quality team environment, making sure um, that it is set up in the right way and not relying on individuals just to do the job on their own because we can't. We all need people to help us with that. So, you know, how do we hold it together now? And I think, you know, you might be tired or needing a break from what's been going on. Um, but I think now more than ever, you know, you've got to show up and you've got to look at that service you're providing to your team. Um, and I think that's the place to start. So, yeah, how, are you... Going to, how are you going to invest now in creating that right environment for the team would be my call to action.
0: Love it. My share the secret would be, think of three TNTs that are within your gift to blow up that team motivation. TNTs, tiny noticeable things. Um, and thinking about, you know, the team that, for whatever reason, comes straight to mind, whether you're part of the team, leading the team. Well, even if you're leading the team, you're part of the team. Because if you're stuck in traffic, you're part of traffic, aren't you, Debs? <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> if you're stuck with a dud team, well, you're part of that team. You're part
1: of that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: (laughs) So I I wouldn't kind of slate your team too much because remember, you're part of that team. So um, what does that then mean? Therefore, what's in your gift then to kind of blow up that team motivation? TNT is often the smallest thing that makes the biggest difference. Think of something that you could do within your team and then get them to listen to this to then share the reason as to why Team motivation is, as you said, probably from your gut feels telling you, your spidey senses are telling you, sort it now and that will set you up for the foundations for a great year ahead. Leave it now and any splinters are only going to get bigger.
1: Definitely, definitely. And I think that leads into, you know, next week's topic really, doesn't it? Where we're looking at how do we cope when you know it gets a bit tougher and what do we do to create that high performance within our team or within ourselves as well. So looking forward to that chat as well, Law.
0: Oh, yeah, me too, because we're going to use the Chilean miners crisis from 10, 12 years ago as the basis from, you know, when you're lost and stuck down a hole, (laughs) how do you keep (laughs) yourself kind of sane, happy and healthy? And it's such an inspiring story. So we'll use that as the backdrop for our next episode. So, Debs, have a wonderful, motivating, um, team-oriented week ahead. And, um, yeah, look after yourself. Have a great week. I'll see you at the next one.
1: See you later. Love you lots, Law. Bye. Love you. Bye.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this episode. We'd love to hear from you. Drop us an email on secretsfromacoach at aool.com or follow us on Insta at secretsfromacoach.